0: some indeed research has been done into the mental health of children, the mental health of primary school children in particular. and Apparently, academic selection is damaging children's mental health. This is a human rights report that is warning this. A study which uh, sought the views of pupils and teachers at schools across Northern Ireland. Uh, it's basically saying that the 11 plus style test is harmful and it's well reported on in the Irish News today. Uh, Professor Tony Gallagher is a Queen's University, he's on the line. Uh, Professor Gallagher, good morning. Good morning. So just uh, looking at these details here, uh, the le- the 11 plus goes back a long, long way. And I remember myself, <laughs> how long ago is it? The best yeah. part of, you know, the best <coughs> part, how many years? Well, it's over 40, 40 odd years ago that I did the 11 plus, And it was a stressful thing then. And apparently it's still a stressful thing today. But is it not overstating it to say that it has an impact, a negative impact on a child's mental health?
1: Well, it, there's no doubt that uh, any high stakes test uh, can create stress and pressure on uh, the people who are taking the test uh, and there's been plenty of evidence over many many years uh, over different versions of the 11 plus test that uh, because it is a very high stakes test with huge consequences uh, in terms of the future opportunities available to young people uh, and it's 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 an impact on children who are very very young, I mean they're, uh, generally speaking uh, children are 10 whenever they take this test, uh, it's, there's plenty of evidence that it's always caused lots of pressure. Um, And uh, work in previous years has demonstrated that one of the key priorities for very many secondary schools was trying to to rebuild a sense of confidence uh, in young people after they've gone through that whole experience. Um, And this most recent study, it's a fairly small scale study, I think it's about 200 pupils were involved and 50 teachers. Um, This just seems to be confirming a pattern which is very well established uh, and to that extent is no real surprise at all.
0: Why do so many parents put their children through it? Because it is tough and it's, it's, it plays its uh, part over, I think, five or six different Saturdays in some uh, children's lives, and then they wait for the results and they, they feel as if they ha- they're not as adequate maybe as their mate down the street because he or she did better than them. Why do, their, why do parents across the country put their children through it with such gusto? Is it, is it simply down to having that badge of honour that he or she's going to the grammar school?
1: No, every, every parent wants to do the best by their children. There's no doubt about that. And for very many parents, uh, take the view that if they can get their child into grammar school, then the chances are that there are, increases the likelihood that they're going to have high levels of performance later and eventually go on to university and get a degree and get a good job and all sort of thing. It's perfectly understandable that many parents are motivated like that and are trying to get the best for their children. Uh, as you say, currently we have two different systems and so the number of tests that some children are doing is is much larger than in the past when was an official system. Um, Of course there wouldn't be any pressure at all if there wasn't this selective point because Northern Ireland is one of the few places left that still imposes this selective point at the end of of primary schools. But I can understand why parents do it Um, but as I say equally we know from research over very many years that it does put an awful lot of pressure on children at a very young age Um, and most education systems long, long ago decided that this was not an appropriate thing to do and it wasn't actually good for the education system as a whole
0: Is there an advantage in being at the grammar school? Some people argue there isn't and you can give many examples of kids who failed the 11 plus went to the high school or the, the secondary school and absolutely excelled but is there a distinct advantage in being in that grammar school?
1: Well, if you look at, at simple statistics, um, if a child goes to a grammar school at 11, then there's about an 80, 85% chance that uh, seven years later they'll go to university. You know, There are very few things in life that are as sure as that. Uh, the pattern is much more varied among the secondary schools because the secondary schools have a much tougher, tougher tasks, they're dealing with a much wider range of, of challenges um, uh, but very many secondary schools now uh, achieve very high levels of performance and many children from secondary schools do go on to university but all that does is to underline the nonsense of the logic that lies behind the selective point at 11 because the original point of having academic selection uh, when it was established in 1948 was that there was a small minority of the population, probably around about 15 or 16% that were able to deal with the the academic curriculum of a grammar school and go on to uh, to avail of higher education. These days, 50% of young people go to university. Uh, uh, The majority of kids that go through secondary schools do very well in their GCSEs and a lot go on to do A-levels in the secondary schools and a lot of them go on to university. So the, uh, the, the original logic uh, behind selection uh, from all those years ago just doesn't make any sense anymore uh, and in some senses it's, it is a, a cry and shame that we continue to put so many young people through the pressure of this test at such an early age.
0: And more and more grammar schools taking children who haven't really excelled in the test, children who've got a result that's further down the pecking order than you would imagine.
1: Well, over the last fifteen or twenty years or mm-hmm. so, there's been a big drop in the uh, in, uh, in the enrolment in uh, schools generally, and one of the consequences of that was that over the years the grammar schools continued to to fill to their capacity, and so the proportion of children who went into grammar schools went steadily upwards till reached around about forty percent. Over recent years, the enrolments in primary schools have started to go up again, uh, and we've seen this year uh, a lot of stories in the newspapers about parents have been very concerned that they couldn't get their children into the school that they wanted after leaving primary school and that's because the pressure to get into places now is going to increase and that that, pro- that pressure is going to get worse over the next number of years as the number of young people leaving primary schools uh, steadily increases and I suspect that that will uh, make the pressure around the 11 plus even more because it will be seen uh, You know, in recent years or for a period of time whenever the, the uh, grammar schools were filling up, the, the pass rate, if you like, in terms of the the, the proportion of young people who did the, the two unofficial test systems and were successful at getting a, a place in the grammar school was very high. Um, that, that figure is going to reduce uh, as the number of young people leaving primary schools goes up. And so I suspect the pressure Around performance in the eleven plus is just just going to get worse. So the sort of things that this research is pointing to is likely to be a harbinger of worse things to come.
0: So, do you think that serious consideration will be given to its eradication? We've had this discussion and debate. I I laugh sometimes, uh, and I use as the sort of yardstick my young niece. And I remember she was due to do the eleven plus. I think it was 11 years ago, and the talk was, oh, Lauren, you'll be the last one ever to do the 11+. And she's now uh, finished in school. She's uh, taking a gap year. She's about to go through university, and all her young cousins and whatever are still doing the 11+. plus. We've been talking about the ending of it forever. Is, is it simply down to just... um Lack of direction from government, obstinance from the uh, grammar schools, the, you know, the Catholic Church is suggesting one thing, the Presbyterian Church is suggesting another thing. They, there's so much debate and discussion about it, we don't seem to have the ability to make up our minds or to, to call it.
1: I think that's absolutely right. I mean, the, uh, the, the the research that I was involved with with Alan Smith and a whole range of other colleagues was published back in 2000. There was an extensive debate around that up to up around about 2006 whenever there was an education order which included a clause to ban academic selection. That was pitched into the St Andrews talks, and the DUP won a concession that that clause, ban on academic selection, would only come into place if it was approved by the Assembly. And under the Petition of Concern rules, there was never going Going to be in majority within the assembly to act to activate that particular clause, but there wasn't a majority in the assembly to do anything else, and so there was stalemate um, within the assembly once it was re-established in 2007. And very quickly after that, our politicians stopped talking about the issue largely at all because they had they had said everything they had to say, and they were uh, they were incapable of getting some sort of a compromise solution. In some senses, it's understandable that different interest groups uh, that all have a, a view on this argument will will make their case and make their pitch and that's fine but the job of government is to try and find a way through those sorts of things and our government failed to do that. They probably failed to to work together to try and find some sort of solution that would work for the education system as a whole. And it's lacked that sort of clear strategic direction over all those years. It's just working along with two unofficial tests, no oversight or accountability on them, uh, and no one uh, in the the political world really talking about this in any serious way for an awful long time. Uh, uh, If the assembly is comes back if the executive is restored this is an issue which should be right at the top of their agenda education is suffering lots of funding cuts primary schools in particular are under lots and lots of pressure because numbers are going up but funding is going down Uh, and there's all sorts of things that need to be sorted out as a matter of urgency and this is one of them
0: Okay, Professor Tony Gallagher, thanks very much indeed for your time this morning. It is an ongoing debate, but it's in the headlines again because of the mental pressures that youngsters are facing when they have a major exam like this at the age of 11.